Hi guys, welcome to the first episode of our podcast, What's Out There? Um, these are my co-hosts, Elijah and Evans. I <laughs> am KF4. Today, we're going to um, interview our good friend Elijah. Howdy! Because he is a two-times heart transplant recipient. person. Uh, recipient. Yes, thank you. Um, so he is a, yes, he's a two-time heart transplant recipient, and he's gone through a lot of challenge in his life. So today, we're, me and my friend Evans are going to interview him. Yes, uh, welcome sir. to the welcome, welcome, Elijah. Hi. Yeah. By the way, uh, for for those who might be confused, I am also a co-host. So this, I'm yeah. not a guest. This is the three of ours podcast: me, Flux, and KF4. Or Evans, yes. whatever you want to call him. Evans. Evans. This is gonna just go to LDE, so everybody knows Evans Flux. I mean, and everybody pretty knows. Yeah. It's gonna go on YouTube, but everybody pretty much knows the basics of my story. Not as much detail. I mean, you should mm-hmm. still should. So I actually don't know much about. I know that you've had two heart transplants, <laughs> but when did you have your first heart transplant? All right, good question. August thirty first, twenty fourteen. Oh wow! Uh, why did you need the heart transplant? I actually don't know anything. I had a genetic heart disease called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. It came from my dad's side. My older brother has it. Uh, my older brother is the last living um, person alive with the disease, actually. So both wow, him and is... I. It's So hypertrophic, or were you about to ask what it was? Yeah, no, uh, no, no, keep going. Okay. Hypertrophic cardiomyopathy is where the wall of your heart uh, gets too thick because your oh, wow. heart's a heart's a oh, muscle, wow. right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, when your heart's thicker, it beats harder. Okay. So what happens to muscles when you work out? Right? They get bigger. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's a bad thing uh, for your heart, anyways. Um, oh, yeah. wow. And so yes, the, they can see the issue. Yeah. So what happens is the your body starts not to get enough adequate blood flow. Uh, and then the heart can actually transition or reform itself into end-stage heart failure, which then turns into dilated cardiomyopathy. And oh. so, when you work, okay, when you work at a muscle, it depletes first, and then it comes back stronger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the heart doesn't come back stronger when you work out the muscle and you work it and work it and work it and work it, and then you finally go into end-stage heart failure. Um, the muscle in the wall of the heart is actually very thin. Like, like uh, imagine, uh, so the way some of my doctors and the people around me have described that type of heart beating is imagine a wet plastic bag trying to like move. That's how similar it is. Your heart's supposed mm-hmm. to be strong. When, when, it's, when, it's, when it's like on a table, it's not supposed to like droop. It's supposed to stay strong. You know, it's supposed to keep its shape. These hearts droop, and they they they're like you know, they're they're not good. I actually have pictures of my both my new heart and the old heart. <laughs> um, that's trippy to that, think about. That, I know. That is, that is I know. Horrible. I know. <laughs> that is horrifying. To so think about, fucked to think. About. I I asked <laughs> them. I was like, hey, <laughs> if you could, could you take some pictures, please, doctor? Jeez, that sounds. <laughs> That Can you casually wild. take some pictures of my fucking heart, please? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> just, just, yeah, pretty much, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. When you're in, 
when you're in my position, nothing's out of the realm of ordinary anymore. You know, Honestly. you were like, you were like ten. You were like ten when that first happened, huh? Uh the first heart transplant. But I, I have pictures when they did my second transplant. I have pictures of mm-hmm. what my old heart looked like in my chest and what the new heart looks like in my chest. So is and this like a, a genetic? Is, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. This is like a genetic disease because you said your brother also had something yes. similar to it. Yes, my so brother did has. Your the, parents have it. My dad. That's what my dad passed away from. End stage. Oh, uh, heart sorry, failure. Hear that? Uh, it was uh, almost four years ago. Well, almost. You know, like a two, two and a, three and a half years. Um, ish. Uh, ah, meh, it sucks, but it is what it is. Um, but it it, ca- it came from his mom, and my dad actually had sisters that died from it that I never was able to meet because of how oh. young they died. Um, they oh, died in the 70s and 80s, actually. Before they knew an incredible amount about this heart disease. And so one of my aunts, I believe it would have been, one of my dad's younger brother, she was 16 at the time. I don't remember her name. But she was actually at Texas Children's Hospital in Houston, where I go to. But this was in the 70s and or 80s. And mm-hmm. and she just she was getting seen because they knew she had the disease uh, a disease something was off, but they couldn't quite know what it was. She died on the just the regular um, doctor table, you know, with the paper and stuff like that, just waiting for the doctor. Oh, she just that's... just just randomly, yeah. She was sixteen, and mm-hmm. her some of her family, which is also my family, tries tried to say that her heart exploded. Which is like, wow. okay, no, that's that's not really how that. that no, yeah, that just uh, no. It was it was it was the heart disease, hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, HCM for short. Um, H- HCM. Oh, yep. And so back, uh, not a lot was actually known about this disease, um, and usually it's actually not a fatal disease. Um, I, dude, I can talk on and on. If you want me to just talk and talk and talk, I can. Keep going. This I can. Going. This is interesting. Um, but before it was called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which is its medical name, right? It explains what it was, what it is in medical terminology in like its basic form. Um, it was actually called something like, uh, idiopathic substenosis something. And I, I don't know why, but idiopathic means unknown, of unknown cause. So they were saying they know the, the wall gets thick, but they don't know why the wall gets thick. They don't know what's causing it. It just, you're born that way. But mm-hmm. they started to figure it out, and then they changed the name, I think sometime in the 90s, to hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which is a better, obviously a better name. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it one in five hundred people have hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which is not a lot, but it's not uncommon either. Uh, yeah. What is uncommon is that you need heart transplants from them. Ninety um, percent. I've had of, two, and I've had That's two. <laughs> so incredibly rare. So have yeah. you ever? Have you ever heard of like football players randomly collapsing on the field or soccer players accidentally dying? Yes. Or like yeah. a, a lot of the times yeah. the, the reason for it is actually undiagnosed hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. 
because it, it often goes undiagnosed. Because sometimes people don't have symptoms of it until you become uh, really ill, really sick. Um, oh. But right. what I was saying was 90% don't have problems. Maybe they need a pacemaker or ICD, which just stands for internal cardiac defibrillator. Which is a defibrillator yeah. in your chest. Um, some people need these things called ablations where they go and they burn off some of the muscle on the wall of the heart to not make it as thick. And it prolongs yeah. that heart so you don't need like a transplant or something. Mm -hmm. They also have a myectomy, um, which I'm not exactly sure what that does. But I actually had an ICD pacemaker uh, implanted at eight years old. They took it out when I had my first transplant at 10. It, it did shock me. Wow. I was shocked by that. Um, I was diagnosed oh. at four years old. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. They, oh, this is gone. This is this is. They told my mom that I was not going to make it to my teen years. So your mirror makes you say you're a medical. You marvel? beat that shit down like a fucking <laughs> baseball bat um, beating a rat. Uh, oh, these weren't the doctors I currently have, of course. You know, this was in uh, El Paso, yeah. Texas. That don't they don't ha El Paso doesn't have big time doctors this is now i'm in houston though we're in the four, fourth biggest city in america one of the best medical centers in the world you know george hw right. bush came here for cancer you know things like that oh wow yeah i didn't even know i didn't even know george hw bush I, yeah That's i didn't he died no clue I think, oh, he, oh right. george hw bush sorry oh H. W. right herbert walker oh right i yeah. normally call him uh george bush senior or that works too I just don't think about them at all. Yeah, yeah, that I know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, George W. Bush is a dead what? Uh, and then I realized it said George H. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that that's that's pretty interesting. So 90% of the people only need very little intervention, like a pacemaker and ICD, which, mm. which aren't that invasive. They're invasive, but it's not a heart transplant, you know? Yeah. It wouldn't be called life, you know, like life threatening. Life or death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A life or death. If you, if you, if you, if you, like, you can put off getting a pacemaker, an ICD. Like, mm -hmm. you can reschedule it. Can't reschedule a heart transplant. You know, there's not like, yeah, no, oh, I got an offer for a heart. I'll just wait next week and see if I get another one. You know, I'm busy right now. There's none of that. You literally upgrade whatever you're doing. Sorry, I got a meeting at work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, man. I'm, I'm. Fuck uh, shit. I mean, I'm just I doing whatever. <laughs> hey, yo, my friend right, offered me some concert. fucking kangaroo. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going to a concert. in Australia, bro. I got a, I got a dip. Uh, uh, maybe see, next week, see, uh, you know, call me up. Swift, I'll tell know. you if I'm busy. Uh, yeah. I'm sure as, uh, you know. Five? Okay, no, I got that statistic wrong, actually. Um, 90% don't need anything. Or maybe a, oh, wow. a, medi a medication, I believe. Oh, wow. 5% need pacemakers, ICDs, or 4% need pacemakers, uh, ICDs, things like that. No, I'm right. Sorry. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm right. 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 The numbers in my head are, are weird. 90% need, don't, uh, ugh. 90, okay. I'm, I don't know what's going on. I'm having kind of like a brain fart. Um, uh, it's just, so, yeah. Yeah, so 90, 90%, I believe, you have a minimal intervention, right? Okay. I have minimal. 5%, um, it's a little more, 
95%, I mean, 5% of the people have a little more um, problems. Uh, 1% of people who have hypertrophic cardiomyopathy only need transplants. Only 1% of the people who... And you're one of the 1%. I'm one of the 1%. My older brother will need a transplant. My dad, unfortunately, needed a transplant. We we got a very malignant version of this disease. It's it's usually not this painful. It's usually not this bad. But, but mm-hmm. it, it, I, I, had yeah. the, I, I, I had it the worst. Well, not necessarily the worst, because we don't know how far I could have made it without that first transplant. But I probably would not have made it uh, three or four more years. I probably would have died at 13, 12, 13, 14. That would have been a, no. that would have been a, a fair thing to say, maybe even earlier, mm-hmm. depending on the traje- trajectory. Um. But I mean, that's, that's crazy. To think that's about. the heart disease that, that that came in my family. My brother and I could be the last people to ever have it, though. Um, mm. My brother is not having kids at all. None. Zero. Zilch. Not even a chance. And, you know, you might say, oh, when he gets older, dude's already 23. He's not having kids. <laughs> right, uh, yeah, but me, true. you would think because I had a heart transplant, I don't have the heart disease, technically. I, I couldn't give it, right? But... Because you can't change your genes and your DNA. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that seems like a very simple answer. Like, yeah. G- so. I can't change my genes, which means I still have a 50-50 chance of giving it to my child. Oh, no. And mm-hmm. So I could be the last person to ever... Uh, I'm, the, I'm the... It's up to me now whether or not this continues. Obviously, it's not going to. I'm not going... I'm not going to risk that. I want to have a biological child, of course. But as of right now, we don't... It, it's not worth... I was a kid that was put through heart disease. I know how it affected me. And I would never, ever want that on anybody else. It's it's yeah. pain. It's suffering. It really is. Because a lot of the issues I struggled with as a child were I, I wasn't able to run. I couldn't run. There's no running, you know? That was like a very big, don't run. No, no Nothing. Don't do that. <laughs> like I could, yeah. I could exercise, throw a football, but no running to catch a football. You know, if I got short of breath, I needed to stop and you know re catch my breath. And you know, I would get short of breath just from walking. I would get short of breath from taking ten or fifteen steps. That's how bad heart failure can be, and uh, just mm-hmm. how how and th- this all happened when I was ten. I mean, I, my younger brother. Is gonna turn ten this year, and I I, 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 I see it? no different no. Thank God. The only it's just me, it technically now the only people who can pass it are me and my older brother, just us. That's it. So and and, and my older brother again isn't going to have kids. He's probably getting a, gonna get a vasectomy sometime soon. Um, he has it medically he can do it because he can say okay i don't want any risk of giving heart disease to anybody so they will medically uh, like insurance will cover it mm-hmm. um so it, do, it does again fall on me <laughs> so and of course i wanted two biological children like okay thanks yeah rip. um okay that sounds like it was a, a cold incident but really sad it's sad to oh, hear that you're, yeah. Yeah, it's um, always adoption. I know biological. Always adoption. There's always adoption. I I I believe my girlfriend and I we've been together for two, two years, a little over two years now. So 
Wow. She's going to be moving in with me next month. So we're, we, we talked about yeah, this. Very nice. Congrats, very nice. You know, so we're going to do, so what we're going to do, hopefully, if everything, we'll adopt one child and we'll sperm donor the other one. So we can help out like foster care, take a child from foster care that might be struggling, yeah. like an orphan. Right. And we can also, my girlfriend will be the biological mother, but I won't be the biological father, which I'm okay yeah. with. If you know how if you know you know how sperm donation works, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. we, we we do. Okay, we I'm about to say I'm not letting I'm not letting a guy have sex with my my girlfriend. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not a cuck. Not we a cuck. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, you know, I used to think that no, like think... whenever I, I first ho- heard about it when I was like really young, I used to like, I was like, why would he let why would he let someone do that? Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, well, I watched. Well, my parents always watched the show Friends, so I always was. I was uh, given from a young age the ability to figure out because they that was actually like a plot point in the show. Someone gets a sperm do- is a sperm donor. So, well, um, so I've watched, and since I was watched it a lot as a child, I knew from a young age what sperm yeah. donation. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, 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 this is unrelated, <laughs> but it's on the t- topic of sperm donation. Did you know uh-huh. they can freeze sperm up to 55 years? Oh, my God. So no. technically, I 55? could. Yeah, up to 55 years, I, I read. Certain Please. certain places have different, like, like, you Methods? Know, yeah, and uh, procedure and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 55 years 50 fucking five yeah so like imagine you're like 30 and have a sperm donor technically the sperm that they're they're fertilizing in you could be older than you (laughs) anyway so 55 years 55 so how do you do that freeze it that's literally it you just freeze it that reminds me of the lady who wants to freeze her body when she dies so then whenever they like can like take a like a chip from your brain like ma- put your brain in a different body like it, she's fucking crazy she's a fucking Speaking of brains and different bodies <laughs> and hearts in different bodies um on the matter of that you got a second heart transplant I did. um and I did why did you need a second one all right that's a good question so Around December 2020, around Christmas time, like uh, Christmas Eve, yeah. actually. Uh, I remember uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I actually, actually, uh, we were talking. We yeah, were I was. I, I've known Flux since since then. Yeah. Know? I've known Flux since January 3rd or 2nd. I I really don't know more. I've known Early Flux January. now since o- late October, I believe, or okay. early November. Yeah. It's been a long time. Well, I was kicked out long. of the main server that we were in, so I so. I had no way of contacting him until I was I, I was yeah invited to another another uh, affiliate server that we yeah. have in the book band. Um, uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was Christmas Eve, and I was with my mom because this is 2020, by the way. So COVID is still ravaging. Before vaccine, before you know, well, I was around the time the first vaccines came out. Uh, yeah, but not for the public yet. It was for no, nope. That was actually around the time the, that the first vaccines came out for the public. December, Christmas. Really? Really? Oh. Yep. First couple. 
That's right. I thought it was from January. It, it went to healthcare workers, right? Like nurses and doctors. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what it was. Cool. Of course, I of course. When of you course were in it... the hospital, when you were in the hospital, we were like still kind of talking sometimes. Yeah. Like off and on. And we were talking, and I was like talking to you about the phases that they were doing because I saw mm-hmm. in the news. Yeah. So actually, I was supposed to. Yeah, I'll say this and then I'll get on to why I had the second transplant. Mm-hmm. I was actually supposed to have my first vaccine late December. I was I was in that category, <laughs> yeah. like severely immune suppressed category, like of like the category of like the ninety year olds. <laughs> um, I didn't get my vaccine though, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why in a second. It'll make sense. So Christmas Eve, I was with my mom uh, at her house because normally I had been staying with my grandmother because of COVID. It was just safer because they ordered groceries versus going out to get them like in the store. We like had them delivered. Yes. yes. So. I, I was staying with my mom for that night because it was fucking Christmas, right? Like, you know, I mean. Yeah, I got it. I started. Have you ever had a heart? Have you ever had a heart palpitation? You know what heart palpitation is? Yeah, probably. Yes, I have. So, I have a heart condition too. Oh, oh. Oh, wow. Um, the, it's not as not at all major, really. It's my girlfriend has I a forgot, heart condition I forgot, too. I really forgot the name of it. That's how minor it is. I only had to deal with it when I was younger, and I like technically still have to go to. I got. I still have to get it like a heart check a couple. I'm gonna I'm gonna name a disease. Tell me if it sounds familiar. Mitral valve prolapse. No. Okay. All right. All right. It was like a bot. It was like something with the valves. They could buy. Oh, you had I a think... you have a wait. You have a leaky valve. No. Oh. Something like a bicuspid valve. Like an, so. Oh. Oh, your bicuspid. Okay, that's a valve. So your is your bicuspid valve having issues? So. I. A bicuspid or aortic I, valve. I know what a called. bicuspid valve is. Uh, obviously, you are. You, you're like a probably. It, most people have three. I only have two. It it, it has three flaps. And so you uh, were just bored without like the valve. third one. Yeah. Does it still affect Friend you to who this has day? That. Uh, kind of, but not not barely. Helps are you like limited? Like, is there certain exercises? Not really. Not. Do? I used to be like. Uh, just I can't do as much. I, it's it's complicated. So I went to the doctor recently during this uh, during this year, and they just said I can't do like insane amounts of like actually insane, not like just a, like a fifty or hundred pushups, like an insane amount of exercise. But that's the only limit. I used to have a lot of trouble with it when I was younger, though. Makes sense. Makes sense. So it's it's mild, but I my girlfriend I, I had a, I used to go to cardiologist for it. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. My girlfriend has yeah. mitral valve prolapse, and it's really minor. Basically. So you have four valves, right? You have the, you have yeah. the uh, tricuspid, the bicuspid, the mitral, and the, there's one no. more. I believe. Mitral? I don't know about that one. Yeah, no, there the mitral valve. I, I'm confident in that one. I'm really not very certain with much hard stuff. I just know I barely even knew about my own heart um, issues. <laughs> yeah, and I'm teaching you about mine. <laughs> yeah. Tricuspid. Uh, pulmonary. That's the one I was missing. Tricuspid's a normal. Is the normal. I, I think tricuspid's normal. Yeah. The tricuspid. So. And then... Oh, there's, I, the there, there's an aortic valve. Mitrial, not mitrial, mitrial valve is the bicuspid. There's, there's, there's the aortic valve, not the bicuspid. It's tricuspid. It's okay, bicuspid right. aortic valve. Yeah. No, I just said... Didn't I say that like two minutes ago? Did you? I call... I just shorten it. I don't say aortic because I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh-huh. I just say I just shorten it. <laughs> but okay. bicuspid aortic valve. No, I know. I I I, I that is 
That's yeah. usually, I think, it, tricuspid aortic valve is the normal one, or the tricuspid is the normal one. I'm not entirely sure about it, but I know. Yeah, I know try three by two. Yeah. Yes, by two. We're all a little by sometimes. We're all a little by sometimes. <laughs> I mean, have you not fucking seen Ryan Reynolds? Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> uh, okay, alright, what I was saying. Canadian, way. unfortunately. Is he? Canadians. Oh, yeah. yeah, but Born I... in Vancouver. He's uh, one of those forever. people, though, where you can kind of, like, forgive it. Like, all right, all right. Like, Ishii, you can for for forgive being a fucking Brit, you know? Oh, uh, man. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on track. And anyway, Let's anyway. Let's get anyway. back on trap. Flux, a, a heart palpitation is your heart skipping a beat. That's that's what it is. It misses a... It misses... So it's like, didn't... didn't 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 it misses a beat. It's um, not it's not dangerous unless it's consecutive or you have symptoms of it. It's actually it's really like common. People have it's it's that. incredibly common. If you have too much caffeine that day and you didn't get enough sleep, even a normal person with a normal heart might have a heart palpitation. Oh fuck! Yeah, I've definitely had a heart palpitation. Yeah, it, it, what I, it feels like is I've it had, feels like there's I've a flutter. A yeah, that mm. makes sense. It feels like there's a flutter in your chest in your throat, like it's like trying to flip. It's not trying to flip. It just feels weird. Sometimes uh, I feel like I get stabbed in my lungs. Oh, I think everybody gets that. It's like in like the left side of your like chest. I don't know. I think so. Near my heart, around there. Okay, you might be having a heart attack. No, not like not. Yeah, not. <laughs> 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 I've had a heart attack many times. Many times. Many times. You're a professional. You're a legend at this. I have a heart attack on my... Uh, on, Dude, I've had, like, 700 heart attacks. I'm a pro. Yeah, fantastic. So, so I was having I was, I was having what I thought were these heart palpitations. but And heart palpitations can be a symptom of something bigger, like heart failure, so on and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I have really bad anxiety about my medical situation for that reason. And um, I, I chalked it up to my anxiety because I had been told that a, a lot. I... I'm on anxiety meds. I, I uh, you know, have a therapist, or I need to get a therapist, things like that. I just have really bad anxiety. I have since I was eight, actually. I was diagnosed when I was eight. It's crazy. Um, it's crazy what have, being an eight year old and being told you need a heart transplant and being shocked by a defibrillator. Yeah, it gives you anxiety. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but I, I, I chalked it up to anxiety for days. And these were, it wasn't like a one heart palpitation. It was consistent. It never went away. It never went away. And I always just chalked it up to anxiety. So on Christmas Day, I was really tired and felt sick, felt bad. And that's a symptom of heart rejection. Heart rejection is where, you know, it's exactly what it sounds like. I mean, yeah. it's in the name. My body attacks the heart because it sees it as a foreign object. I'm on immunosuppressants. So that's being immunocompromised. That's why I'm immunocompromised. Okay, cool. We're good. Um, so on Christmas, I'm really sick, right? Coughing, sneezing, uh, really tired. I don't feel good. Like I've got a head cold. Everything feels foggy. Just like I, I'm, you know, I've got a cold, right? So I, I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Th those two probably coincide. I'm probably just dehydrated because dehydration also can do that to you. So yeah. easy. One of the biggest things to do. Um, I drank a lot of water, nothing, nothing. That didn't help, didn't, nothing. And I felt sick. I remember I felt sick. Flux can back this up because I remember yeah. talking to him. 
So we were like trying to figure out what it was. Yeah, like, I know. I was. I was COVID. I was you more know. worried about co- having COVID at that point because rejection didn't even come to my head mm-hmm. until I was like until one moment. And I'll get to that moment. Um, but I, I went back to my uh, grandmother's house, um, and my bedroom is up a flight of stairs. Up a stairs. Mm-hmm. And usually, I wouldn't have problems with that. I wouldn't have. No, no shortness of breath, no lightheadedness. But this time, I was, you know, I was unusually short of breath. I chalked that up to gaining weight because I had started to gain weight, which is also relevant. I had started to uh, balloon in weight. I went from like 190 pounds, which is around normal. How are you? I'm 6'1". Oh, wow. I'm, so, I'm about that too. Yeah, so... so Granted, that's not perfect weight, but that's cl- not far. One hundred ninety and six one isn't good. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm like two, I'm like two twenty something in. Right. Okay. I, and then I ballooned up to two forty, but I had been kind and, of going and, into a depression. And how many days? Uh, it took a little while. It wasn't like a fast progression, but it is no. relevant to the story. And I had noticed it back in like October, and I had oh, noticed no. it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, but it was all related. Uh, um, yep. And so I was gaining weight, but I, again, it was kind of, I went through like a depression patch. So I figured, okay, it makes sense, right? Like it lines up. Depression and weight mm-hmm. gain are very hand in hand, you know? <laughs> and so, okay, cool. Whatever. All good. I had just had a uh, procedure done to make sure my heart wasn't rejecting in October. All good. Um, I was helping my uncle move in October and November, and I felt like I was getting unusually short of breath. But again, I chalked this up to me gaining weight and me being less active. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's not too too crazy of a thought to think that, you know, oh well. But from December 24th to December 28th, it was nonstop, these heart palpitations. It was, it was, it was... Oh, that, that's scary. Constant. Um I didn't feel good. I felt sick. Our competitions freaked me out. Yeah, they don't feel good. When it's just one or two in a row, it's like, yeah, that didn't feel good. They're scary, but it's not. They're not harmful. Anybody will tell you that, right? You know, um, yeah. you can, you can, you can do your own research. PVCs is what they're called. Um, yep. They're pre whatever. Doesn't matter. I don't even know that uh, abbreviation acronym. Whatever. Um, but from those December twenty eighth, I was talking to Flux in the morning, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I I felt sick. I had a cough, um, and he could hear it. You know, he, like I told him, we deb- I debated going to the ER that day. I didn't. Yeah, we were like kind of. We we, we talked on. about it, but I didn't because I started to feel better as the day went on. So I went outside and did sprints. Okay, I was I did full no. sprints with my brother playing football because I can run. I was able to run, right? Well, without a heart failure. <laughs> but I did full sprints. Like, I I was moving insane, like, 40, 50, 60, 70-pound boxes. And so, December 29th, I wake up that morning. I feel awful. One of the symptoms of heart failure is not being able to lay flat on your back because there are fluid, there's fluid in your lungs because your heart's not pumping correctly. So the fluid mm-hmm. that normally should be pumping is backing up into your lungs, causing issues. 
shortness of breath, uh, things like that. Um, I woke up that morning and I, I couldn't lay flat because I just couldn't breathe. I felt like I was oh, drowning. No. I felt like I was like I would. I felt like I was drowning above water. That's exactly what it feels oh, like. Oh wow! You can ask anybody who's gone through it. It's it's identical to that. Oh wow! That's... And I was like, "Fuck!" I knew it. I knew it. As soon as I, I knew it. That's that was the moment it clicked. Heart palpitations. I can't. It clicked. Although I still, I was still. Oh my god! It could be COVID. Hopefully, even COVID would have probably. Oh, not but better. COVID probably would have killed me. Like, really fast. But I was thinking, oh, it's COVID. I can't breathe. Maybe that's why. Shortness of breath, heart palpitations, it affects the heart. Yeah. I'm thinking, maybe it's just, it's COVID. I go to the ER. I didn't feel deathly at that point in time. Um, I didn't I didn't feel uh, like I was dying. I just felt like I had a cold. Um, and so I went to the ER. Uh, that, we, my mom and I were talking about rejection, like, like it's not going to be rejection. I know that, right? We were. I'm more yeah. worried about COVID. We get to the ER. They do an EKG. Yeah. Um, a 12 lead EKG, and <laughs> my heart is going from 70 beats per minute to 170 beats per minute, fluctuating from like 150 to like 90 to like 140 to like 85 to like every every different beat. It goes up and down, up and down. Mm. And so what that can be. Perceived as um, what 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 that was. I'm gonna, I'm still living. So this is in El Paso, by the way. That don't have the doctors. Yeah. I'm living in El Paso and not in Houston because my dad passed away, and that's where we're from. I was living in Houston when my dad passed away, but when he passed away, we went to El Paso. Okay. So I was in El Paso, who don't know anything about heart transplants. I mean, there are cardiologists there that you know can sort of deal with it but not specialist because a heart transplant doctor and a cardiologist are different right there's there's levels yeah. to it right specialties there's you know a cardiologist doesn't do heart transplants they refer you to a different doctor because it's mm -hmm. it's a it's a big deal and um i they thought i was in vtac have you ever heard of vtac ventricular tachycardia mm, maybe no. so what ventricular tachycardia is it's a condition in which the lower chambers... I'm reading this. I, I know it, but I'm reading it so I can give you an accurate definition so I can help you understand. Yeah. It's a condition in which the ventricles of the heart, that's why it's called ventricular tachycardia, mm -hmm. they beat faster than the top part of the heart. Mm -hmm. Not the top part. Well, yes, it, it, it is. And it's an abnormal... It's, a, it's an arrhythmia. You're in an arrhythmia at that point. And, and it needs to be solved instantly. Or else VTAC can turn into VFib. VTAC, you can be awake in. VTAC, I was awake in. VTAC you, isn't like you're in... That's not technically cardiac arrest. Um, um, VTAC is dangerous because if sustained, if it lasts longer than a certain amount of time, VTAC turns into the fib, which is ventricular fibrillation. Ventricular fibrillation, fibrillation that's cardiac arrest. That's when the heart... Is trying to pump, but it's not really pumping. It's more just like quivering. It doesn't pump adequately during VTAC, so it turns into VFib. That's dead. You're not awake for that. That's, oh shit, chest compressions. Get the paddles. We gotta shock you. Oh my god. That's, if not done something in, you know, one minute, your heart's stopped. You're dead, right? 
I never went into VFIP. I never, Good. not once, did uh, my heart stop during this. During any of this. Not once. Well, eh, not really. <laughs> um, but El Paso, the hospital I was at, I was life-flighted from El Paso to Houston on a private jet. <laughs> because that drive from El Paso to Houston is 12 hours. So they had to life-flight me or else I was going to right. die. And El Paso was so clueless, they had to call Texas Children's and talk to my doctors in Houston. Because I would still travel every four months to go come to Houston to still see my routine appointments every four months. Mm -hmm. And um, they talked to him. And they were like, give him lidocaine. Push lidocaine through his IV. Texas Children's told him that. No. And they didn't. Lidocaine numbs things, right? It's a numbing agent, like benzocaine. Um, you can buy lidocaine over the counter, but this was a st obviously a stronger version. Um, and it helps numb the heart, basically, and your heart's a muscle. Um, and so it um, lidocaine helps stop the arrhythmia and helps calm it down. Um, and I was also put on milrinone, which is standard. It's a, it's a, uh, milrinone is a blood pressure support. It keeps your blood pressure up. It keeps your heart beating. It's a, it's a vasodilator. And it's it's important. It, it's basic. Uh, Milrinone helped keep me alive. I was on it 24-7. Mm -hmm. The whole time. Okay. So, I'm, now I'm at, they, they've, they have, I have arrived in Houston. And I'm still in, what Houston diagnosed, it wasn't VTAC. It was atrial fibrillation, which means that's AFib. That's not as dangerous as VFib, but AFib is common. AFib is where um, the heart rapidly beats, but it's not flowing. There's not enough blood circulating around the body, but there's enough to keep you going. Um, it can lead to stroke and heart failure because you're not pumping enough blood and not enough adequate, adequately. So it can perform, it can form blood clots and uh, heart attack, stroke, um, mm. pulmonary embolism, things like that. At least 2.7 million Americans are living with AFib. It just you know like it's 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 common. It's it's not that it isn't. Um, but the way to treat it are the ablation I talked to you about. How they go and trim down the muscle of the heart. Right with a, like they burn it off, or something called a cardioversion. That's what they did to me. What a cardioversion what? is. I was gonna ask. It's were you gonna say something? Yeah, no, I was just gonna ask. What is a cardioversion? A cardioversion is where they take paddles, a defibrillator, put them on your chest, and just fucking shock you until your heart's beat normally again. Oh. Okay, but that's that sounds awful. I was asleep. To be fair, <laughs> oh yeah, um, it was an it was yeah. emergent, like it was an emergency, like they needed to do it now. When I got I got there, you're in the room, we're do zap, you know, like, and then it, it got me out of that uh, rhythm, and then I went into a oh, that's good. better normal rhythm. This is on this is the 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 uh, a.m. of December thirtieth. This is a.m. of December thirtieth. Now at this point, um, mm -hmm. oh. 
which is my brother's birthday. Great. Great. I know. Um, and so, okay. And then I wake up. I feel great. My, 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 uh, my heart's not, I'm not having palpitations, you know? So there was a point where it might have been legitimately VTAC, but it was likely from, from Christmas Eve to that point on, I was in AFib. I was having an arrhythmia, not heart palpitations. My heart literally was like how I felt it flopping. That's because it was sort of not flopping, but one side was, was it, it wasn't beating right. You know, it's an arrhythmia. It wasn't beating how it was supposed to. And so lidocaine also helps that. Norinone helps things like that. The cardio version helps that. It helps. Um, so cool. Okay. Now the next step, why is this happening? The most logical option is heart rejection. So immediately I'm put on 500 milligrams of steroids. Um, Holy Holy yeah, yeah, dude. <clears throat> Steroid rage, by the way, is a real thing, is a real medical condition that I very much felt. Um, so they did a biopsy. They take a little piece of the heart, that's what a biopsy yeah. is, and they test it to see if there's any rejection, what type of cells are in that around that piece of heart. And so I was in three different types of rejection. Uh, cellular, antibody, and eosinophilic. Cellular mm -hmm. and antibody are... The normal ones. Those get seen. Texas, you can revert. You can even reverse the damage that those two types of rejection can do to the heart. You can reverse it. You can't reverse the cenophilic damage. Mm -hmm. um, and so, the, so January first. Let's say. Let's go to like January thirty first. First. Now I'm starting to become a little more coherent, because at this point I've just been put to sleep. You know, four or five different times. Uh -huh. I, I've, I, I, you know, was life flighted. I'm on yeah. incredibly heavy drugs. I'm, um, I'm, I'm looking at your GoFundMe page from, um, that oh, time. Oh yeah, that's a good timeline actually. Um, to kind of. I am. I have this picture of you, uh, which I will put in our group chat, um, which is from the second, and you can tell that you were asleep for a long fucking time. It's loading, um. But I mean, you were you were snapping back into reality at the time. At that point is when that. I was I was starting to, yeah 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 yeah. Because you can look at my face right there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that looks totally you're unpleasant. Like, what the fuck? Right? The you look fuck? like you're yeah, you look like you're dying. Yeah, it's yeah. because I was. Um, to put it lightly, so yeah. Yeah, scary, um, scary. Could never imagine going through that. Uh, it is what it is, I guess. Here's the link for the GoFundMe. Thank you. Okay. That's a, that actually gives me a decent timeline. Zach, that's right. I, so oh, I forgot, right? Elijah is my birth name on my birth certificate. Mm -hmm. E L Y J H. Uh, my middle name is Zakai. Z A K A I. That's why people call me Zach. My mom calls me Zach. My parents call me Zach. Everybody calls me Zach. Even my doctors call me Zach. But I go by certain people call me Elijah. My girlfriend calls me Elijah. Y'all call me Elijah. So, um, that's that. So that's there's that my name. Um, and so let's let's go back in the timeline. Yeah, January second. Okay. So th it's saying I'm getting my second dose of plasmapheresis. What that is, it's kind of like dialysis for the kidneys. 
Uh-huh. Um, they take the blood from around my heart that's filled with the uh, bad cells, the antibody rejection and the cellular mm-hmm. rejection, and they pretty much clean the blood and just put it back. So it's technically not rejecting anymore. And I had multiple sessions of those, multiple, 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 mm-hmm. lot. Um, and that, that fixed the regular rejection. In terms of that, we were great. I was actually released from the hospital January 11th because they thought... Yeah, I remember that because uh, you were back for a while and then yeah, you went away. I was, I was I looking went, at Discord messages Yeah, and you were back for a good minute. But yeah. Then... Um, so uh, they released me the 11th. Because they, they were saying I was all good and everything was better. Because they didn't realize the acenophilic rejection had infiltrated and done that much damage. Um, and so, four days later, January 15th, mm-hmm. I go back in. Because I can't put my clothes on without getting short of breath. Right? That's obviously not right. Yeah. No, that's, that's, not, that's not good. That, that's, that's not good. good. No. Um, that is and not something. All my numbers were so much worse that time. I was going to die that night if I didn't go into the hospital. I would. I so this was at nighttime, like, like, like nine p.m. I was laying down trying to go to bed. Um, I just every time I I went to lay on my side, I was like, <gasps> you know, just not really able to breathe, and it, it just wasn't right. Thank God you went to that fucking out, hospital. Out of, out of the, that, uh, my judgment was like, okay. And I also felt really bloated, which is, which we'll come back. Oh, 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 the reason I couldn't, I didn't get the vaccines, the reason they didn't give them to me is because plasmapheresis wipes that out. And they gave wow. me antibodies, monoclonal antibodies. And they gave me uh, so many different antibodies, they wiped out all of it. So the vaccine would have been completely wiped out, would have just had to get it again. Yeah, that's why they didn't do that. Full, that that's the, that's what I was talking about earlier. Um, All right, but I would have died that night if I would have if I would have fallen asleep. I would not have woken up. <laughs> I was told that. Um, oh, that's no, no. like that's that's, that's scary. It's that's... it's it's it's, it's kind of surreal. My girlfriend pushed me to go. I appreciate her. Yeah, she um, probably saved your life. She saved. Me. Oh yeah, absolutely saved my life. Um. My mom saved my life by taking me, um, you know, doing what she could. The good people around me, you know. My stepdad. I had yeah. good people around me. My stepdad helped my mom, helped me, helped us move here to Houston by himself, basically. You know, it did a lot for me and family. And I didn't have respect, that. respect. Respect. Um, yeah, there is respect. There is respect. Yep. He's a real one, and he knows he's a, he he a real one. Real he actually, one. He actually tattooed... Um, Hashtag Zach Strong on his arm. Oh my god. I love that man. As did my mom. Um, I can show y'all in the future. It's 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 pretty. Um You guys But Damn, that is a determined family. Yeah. So at this point I was in cardiogenic shock. Which Mm -hmm. which is I'm basically just saying um, my heart wasn't pumping enough blood to my other organs, and my other organs are starting to fail at that point. Because yeah. they only push the blood to what's completely necessary in heart failure. In cardiogenic shock, they can't even do that. 
it's life threatening. It, it's it's an emerg sorry, it's an emergency. Um, it's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Um, it's it uh uh that night, January fifteenth, at like two three in the morning, they decided they were gonna do another biopsy. And mm -hmm. it came back clean. Oh. Right? Weird. It came That's back confusing. I know. Why didn't did you? Because the acetophils didn't pop up on it. Because I wasn't in antibody or cellular rejection anymore. That wasn't the problem. It was the acetophils that were the problem. And I needed to look at a different test for that, I believe. Um, and so they were going to put in this device called an Impella 5.5. It's a heart pump. Um, and basically, it literally goes inside your heart. Um, and it has a, like a fan at the end. And it pumps the blood through your heart. It literally forces the blood through. So it, 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 I remember that. It increases I the blood flow. About yeah, 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 yeah. It increases the blood flow. But you can only be on it for so long because it also can damage the kidneys. With, mm -hmm. Because it slices red blood cells. It dices and it's bad. It's not good. It, it's problematic. Um, yeah. I was on that heart pump from January 15th to January 29th, I believe. So this is kind of off topic, but not not really. But this is kind of like backing up a bit. If you go down to January 4th, there's a picture. And it has that line going through your neck. Mm -hmm. Do you do you have scars from that? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Yeah. Cause that looks intense. I mean, oh, dude, you've got no idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that does not the way you're looking at the camera too. You just did not. I was, I, I was. I, okay. Uh, it was hard, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But but during that time, from. If I oh oh if I hadn't gotten this impella by eight a.m. January sixteenth, which was technically the same day, or yeah, technically the same day again, it was like January fifteenth, mm -hmm. going on into the sixteenth, I would have started to go hypoxic, which means there's not blood going to my brain. I would have started having uh, brain oh, cells would no. have started dying. Oh and, no! And it, it, oh, it, it literally would have been to that point. So they put the impella in beforehand. They tried to give my heart a chance to recover, but I, it was a dumb idea. It was a dumb decision. Because they could have put the impella in during the biopsy. And they said that was a possibility, but they never did. And they waited like another three hours. I don't know why. Even the nurses, the ICU nurses were like, I don't know why they waited. They should not have waited. At the end of the day, would it have changed anything? Probably, no. No, it wouldn't have. But, you know. I mean, they were they were walking on the edge there. Yeah, they're more than walking on the edge. I'm I'm not walking on the edge. I'm holding to the ledge by my hands, and my feet are dangling, and I'm looking down at the ground, like, oh my god, I uh, wow. And the doctors were just looking at you like, we'll, we'll wait a bit. We'll wait a bit. Yeah, we'll wait pretty a bit. much exactly, exactly. That's a great. That's a great way of saying that. We'll wait a um, bit for to save you. It just happened to be the cardiologist on call, or the heart failure, the heart heart failure cardiologist, the one mm -hmm. that deals with stuff like this, on call. A different doctor might have done different things. So I'm not bashing Texas Children's. Yeah, they've saved my life twice, given me two heart transplants. Yeah. They're literally number one in the world for a reason. I think they are. You know, um, I always 
always watch like movies and stuff. It's sometimes reality is crazier than fiction. Like two heart transplants. Yeah, it's it's eight sometimes. years. You know what's cool? Um, have you you know the show The Good Doctor about the autistic surgeon? Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Never, never actually heard. Of it. No, I don't. Well, you don't have to. You don't. You don't have to have watched it. Okay. Well, it's a it's a doctor. It's a medical TV show like Grey's Anatomy, Scrubs, House. It's one of those, um, but it's newer. And uh, they actually used an impella, the same exact impella, not because of me, but they released that episode while I was in the hospital on an impella. <laughs> oh. So I was wow. like, oh, damn. Wow. Okay. Damn. Huh. So I was then ventilated for a week um, to allow my uh, heart and lungs to... It, it, what what being ventilated does is it takes the pressure off the heart and kind of just it does the job for it. There. Yeah. It literally like kind of lets the heart go into hibernation for the time being. Um, mm -hmm. And so uh, it helps the oxygen because you're obviously pumping so much oxygen with a ventilator, right? So so this is crazy. I mean, imagine how much oxygen a ventilator is pushing in your body, and people are still dying from COVID while on a ventilator. It's just something that came to my head. That is but, but wow, I'm taking a look at this GoFundMe for a second. You got eight eight thousand dollars. You got a lot of people. I did. It's it's amazing. dollars. You can if you it's, scroll down to some of the comments. Draw toad. Um, toad donated. Box donated. Bat bat, bat donated. donated. Uh uh other yeah. people a lot of people donated. Yeah. Um I know. Bat's mom bat. actually bat, the biggest bat. Yeah. I know her, but I know her, but I don't know her, her actual name. Da, I'm not gonna dox that. No, yeah, exactly. You shouldn't. Uh, yeah. Bat's mom actually donated? got... Not only donated, but Bat deals with a heart disease themselves, or did deal with a heart disease, and their mom is from the Houston area, so oh, so yeah. she, she knows the charities around us. She knows, which we do too, but she knew some cool things. And um, she gave us charities. She helped us get involved with these things. That's they actually, nice. they actually called my hospital room to see how I was doing. Very, very cool. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, I mean, they are just a really cool family. I'm forever grateful for everything everybody has done. Toad um, announced the GoFundMe and their announcements on LTE, which he, well, I can go back mm -hmm. and look at it and take a picture of it. LTE. That's what I was looking for. LTE. LTE. I was looking for an LTE. Yeah, I've been banned from LTE for for um for till my birthday, next birthday. So, yeah. Yeah. But underage. Yeah. Wait, how I gave Elijah point for the fifteen, and I am okay. I joined before that rule became a thing. I thought you only had to be that old to run for president. Oh, uh, oh this, is LTE. this is LTE. I'm, this is LTE. Yeah. yeah LTE. Anyway, uh, anyway, LD is a uh, for for like the two people who aren't from LD. LD is a uh, political uh, mock government service. Let's do elections. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and um, so I was ventilated for seven days. Um, actually longer altogether. But for this. From this point, I was ventilated for seven days straight. This wasn't like one day this, one day that. Straight. And let me tell you, 
there's this thing called ICU delirium. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> uh, but it's real. Um, two in three people have it. It's often those who are ventilated in dark rooms, who, can't, who haven't been outside, who are on uh, mind-altering drugs like opioids or benzodiazepines. And um, so things like that. And it's, 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 it's real. It's real to the point that this happened to me. So this is while I was ventilated and after I had already been unventilated. Uh, also, I was ventilated with the impella and IVs on my body and I was able to get up and fucking walk. walk. And, I've, and that ICU nurse told me that they've never had that happen not once. And they do it so often. I was able to walk with a ventilator in my throat an impella in my chest <laughs> ivs everywhere i think that's pretty cool i'm proud of myself for something like that i know i'm physic i know i'm mentally strong in that aspect but i'm glad i, I was able I, I, I was able to get to that point um okay the point is i was also on a lot of fentanyl which is the drug you know yes you know, i uh... Um, That's, uh, according to some concern, as the George Floyd. Yeah. George Floyd. Yeah, uh huh, sure. Totally sure, wasn't, I don't know, the knee on the back of the neck? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Crazy no, thought. no, no. Crazy thought, right? But crazy. I would, fentanyl, you can be addicted, you get addicted to, easy, right? You can get addicted to any no. opioid, easy, but fentanyl is extremely easy. All it takes is one dose. Um, but I ha you have to be on a strong opioid like that or sedative in order to be ventilated so you don't pull it out and so you don't feel it you have to be this wasn't by choice this wasn't by it was automatic it, I didn't, you know and when they were weaning me off the fentanyl because i have you have to be weaned off of it i i, I uh they had to give me a different drug i believe or they had to do something else because i my body had become physically dependent on that drug you know how when you think of the stereotypical addict, you think they like twitch, right? Can't sleep. They they twitch in their sleep, right? They like jerk, like jerk themselves. Something like that. I was having yeah, problems. No. I was I was like trying to close my eyes, and my leg would literally not just like you know not a, an inch or two. My leg would literally move a good two or three feet. It was bad, and so I I, I was literally addicted to fentanyl. <laughs> Um, another thing while I was ventilated because of the ICU delirium I hallucinated and uh, I remember that that was yeah. not good well some were good I saw a lot of cats and dogs um, but I hallucinated I remember... uh, Pennywise I wasn't there one with like bugs on the wall or something yeah something I hallucinated that was the first thing like there were ants all over the wall, everywhere on me, everything on everything. That would have been no terrifying. Oh, yo, man, yeah, I'm not done yet. Um, I'm laying in my bed, right, and I, I mind you, I'm awake with this ventilator, right? So I'm, I'm, and and I have a, I have a, um, a whiteboard that I'm able to write on to tell them what I want because you obviously can't talk. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there, and some nurse is in my room. And I look to the right, and there's a fucking dead girl in my bed. Oh God! Uh, like a literal, like a literal ghoul, and she's making these noises, like, uh, and she's trying to touch my hand. And and what's even more fucked up 
hallucinations are fucked up because they're real in your head. And that means when they're real in your head, you can touch them and feel it. So, like, I touched this quote-unquote dead girl when in reality I was just touching a nothing. But, like, I felt this cold, dead skin. And Horrifying. Like, yeah, no. Like, literally had to, like, like need therapy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was bad, you know? I thought yeah. Pennywise was out to get me. It, the clown. I also... Yes. Well, you know how you've seen people wake up in a hospital and they're like, <gasps> where am I? What, what happened? Right? I've had that happen. I had that happen to me. I'm like, where am I? What? I, I thought my mom was dating a girl for some reason. I, 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 I don't know. Um, yeah. uh, um, so, why, so, going on a little. Yeah. Why did you, we ha- I don't think we've actually gotten to it. Why did you need the second? We know why, but when did you get the second? March second. Uh, maybe I'm. Ah. Uh, ah, uh, March. Uh, yeah. Um. I think it's it's. I mean, it's just crazy how you got into the hospital on what July first, and you made it with a heart that barely fucking works, if not doesn't work, until March second. To clear up what you said, okay, January first. Okay, January first. Okay, I said January. Okay, I said, you said July. Like, like it does Sorry. later. It's like a suit that barely works. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like it's it just is. It's like I mean, it's like your controller with low batteries, pretty much. Exactly. Like you're it's on like the, every like, now and again, it just fucking doesn't work. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to throw it across the room. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know that's gonna die soon, but it's not dead yet. Like you don't, you're you don't want to go do it. That that was exactly the position I was in there in, in the middle of January. Like you know it's gonna die soon, but you just don't know when, right? You know, yeah. Unless yeah. unless you replace the batteries, that's actually a exactly. really good explanation. Exactly. Like you know it's it gonna is. die. That's it's that's really like, good. That's like oddly like it, good. That shouldn't that shouldn't work like that. Like yeah, for sure. You shouldn't be able to compare a heart transplant to a controller <laughs> with the batteries that's dying. I mean, technically, like your heart—no, your brain is your controller of your body. Your heart your is, is. Think of think of your brain as, as like the computer, the and your in in your and your heart's the engine. You know, your brain is mm-hmm. what's doing all of the because there are computers in cars. So like, who? Oh yeah, you, that like, woman in that picture half. does look German. What what picture? Uh, on the latest update, March third. That's my mother. You cannot tell me she does not look. She does not have that German look. That's my mom. That's it. Oh, never mind. Never, never, never. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's my. That's mom. your mom. Who's taking the photo? My brother. Oh. That one makes. Right. They were. They now, were. Like, what... Go ahead. <laughs> Did someone older than you give you the transplant? We don't know. I don't know who gave me the transplant. I don't know anything about him. I don't know how they died. You know, of... you know, you know how old the Big first power. person was. Though. Yes, yes, I do. How do you remember things like that, Flux? Damn. I I remember our friendship very. Yeah, much. I was about to say, Flux, like, Flux, what a Flux fella. Is a, Flux is a dummy, thick brain. Like, 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 what a what a dude. Yeah, My brain only remembers the most random things. <laughs> yeah, that's. But they can be important. So. Um. But so. The things I care about. Oh, I appreciate you. 
Um, so my first, my first transplanted heart. So technically, I've had three hearts in my chest. One I was born with, mm-hmm. first transplant, second transplant. Yeah, technically, you have that three. Three hearts. Yeah, I have um, one. I had one heart in my chest, and that's obvious. But you know, <laughs> to be fair, it's not a. Re- it's 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 not it's not a it's not a, a normal heart. It's a. It's a all mother had two hearts. Anyone who has given I'm not shoving birth anyone out of my dick vlogs. Anyone who has given anyone who has given birth to a baby has had two hearts inside them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm yeah, saying. I guess so. Yeah. Very, so very, the fir- very it's like true. transplanting a heart formed in your body to another body. Holy shit! Body. So uh, the first heart was a was a girl. Uh, so I actually had a girl oh. heart in my chest. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, she Elijah wa- comes out as transgender. <laughs> question mark. Question mark. There was a point where I thought so. Um, but, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I figured out that was not me, and so here I am now. But I don't know how they died. Um, I do know an, one interesting fact because they have to legally tell us. There's a girl, she was 14. Legally, this Ooh. heart... Huh? I don't know, 14, yeah. Uh, I was 10, but we were the same size. Uh, yeah. It's based. It's not based on age, it's based on size. Obviously, they're not going to give mm-hmm. a 70-year-old and an 18-year-old, you know. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is um, this heart was technically high risk. Because the only thing I know about this girl is that she had been in juvie. That's it. And they were like, so do you not want to take it? Like, I was no, like, bitch, I'm going to take it. No, I want the heart. Give me the heart. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So, and, and with this second heart transplant, I don't know anything. I don't know if it's a dude. I don't know if it's the age. I don't know. If, I don't, I don't, I don't know. They didn't so, tell you so anything? If he, they can't. So let's, so let's say, hypothetically, oh, wow. that this heart is person this person's heart is older than you. Does that mean you could die earlier? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh yeah. I mean it does. Or does that mean that your brain you your would... body thinks you're like twenty three now? <laughs> no, no, that's a funny thing. That <laughs> Technically, if my heart is over twenty one, does that mean I can buy alcohol? I mean Ooh, damn. No, because <laughs> you know what? That they always say alcohol. as long as your heart is in the right place. Right? <laughs> As long as your heart is in the right place. Oh my god. <laughs> in that case, it would be as long as your heart's in the right time. Who wants to give me their 21 year old heart? <laughs> For legal reasons, that is a joke. Well, For one joke. Reasons, I but, one joke I kept making in the hospital with all my nurses, I kept asking them their fucking blood type. Ha <laughs> 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 Like, oh, hey, by the way, what's your blood type? I hope you don't crash on the blizzard on your way home. No, You're an organ yeah. donor, right? Cool. Cool. Well, I also man. I also asked my doctors. Technically, it could have been a 35 year old man. Uh, so um, I could have like, I mean, just so, answer- oh my god, do you know how many, do you know do you know how do you know how many, how many do you know how many times that heart beated from euphoria? Probably once. I don't know. 35 year old equal version. Uh-huh, yeah. I'm funny. Uh, but you're t- Aren't I funny, guys? <laughs> yeah. 
to answer thirty-five year old man equal virgin. To answer your question, yeah, it makes me more likely to die because his heart is more worn out than like a seventeen-year-old's normal. Yeah, that was my question. But like, would I rather have like a okay? So because I'm seventeen, I'm still at a, a children's hospital, but I'm the size of an adult. So yeah, look, I'm the size of an adult, and I'm like four years younger than you. So I was the size. I was I was that size too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're not special. Yeah, but, uh, don't have to add that, yeah. You're not special. Just kidding. But. <laughs> based. <laughs> Shut but up. He said it's based to not be special. I mean, you guys you guys would relate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. So, what are the. Is there like any chance you need a third heart transplant? Oh, I'm going to need a third heart transplant. It's not a, a, it's not a if, it's a when. Why? Um, because this will keep happening? Because rejection is inevitable, pretty much. Yeah, as of right now in our current medical lands landscape, as of right now. Uh, so you might. So what is the most? Do you? I wonder what the most amount of heart transplants a singular person has ever had. That's a good question. I'm not sure if there's a limit. I'm gonna Google that. I yeah, don't. I don't know if there's a limit. I, I honestly don't. That is depressing. That you're gonna have to keep getting heart transplants yeah. every. Like seven or eight years not necessarily seven or eight years more so it it, it could be i mean tech okay listen listen technically no i could never never need another transplant technically it's possible is it unlikely incredibly unlikely is it near impossible yeah but is it impossible technically not no like one person is going like 35 years on their on their first heart and like that's fantastic right yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's amazing um so so i hope if i can get 30 years out of the heart i have right now i would be absolutely happy with that if shit dude if i'm if i live past 50 oh man that's fantastic yeah um, i mean that would that's that would be a milestone in itself I mean, yeah i i i'm i'm uh, it would it would I'm not gonna make it to like eighty. That's a that's not a possibility. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sad with that though. That's the thing. I'm not. I'm not. I've accepted that. At at least think about it like this: you are destined to do everything you want in your life because you know that you know you had two heart transplants. You know it's right. impossible for you of. You know, until you're like a hundred, but that you know that well, can give you a confidence. Boost see, we, we've we've got hope in the future about stem cell organs that don't mm-hmm. reject, which are are being currently developed. So by getting rid of abortions, you know, you really fucked me over, Texas. Just say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because wait, where do you wait. think stem cell comes wait from? Nancy Pelosi. Wait till Nancy Pelosi does her radical forty week abortion bill. Just wait until all the SCOTUS is liberal. Actually, that might be a while. That might be a while. The SCOTUS will all be liberal because... You know, there is a reality yeah. where the where once Texas turns Democratic, the Democratic president wins every time and the Republican Senate wins every time for like 10 years. So no court... That is... Yeah. ...brings to like three. Yeah, that, that is... If Texas goes blue on the presidential level, it'll be completely red. Everything else. 
Yeah. I mean, you can't have everything you want, you know? It's surprising no, that Arizona and Georgia are completely blue. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah, super in weird terms of everything about. except governors and coming for them in Georgia. No, I, don't hey, like I mean, so. wait oh, yeah. for Georgia's governor election because that'll be a big one. With yeah. a, oh, is Stacey Abrams is running is? again? Got, we, she, I think she Stacey, is. If she does, she got the Trump endorsement. Trump said she'd be better than Brian Kemp today. You know right? what? Maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe Trump is based? No. <laughs> based and red pilled? Literally, no. Yeah. So it's been great having you on. Well, you're the co-host, but great hearing you talk about your story. It's thank you. I appreciate it. Two heart, tra- two heart transplants. Yeah. I know. Wild, wild stuff. I mean, it's a yeah. lot. It yeah, is, it, is. it happens. I'm alive oh. though. So. Well, <laughs> you're alive. Okay. That is, that is a that is big. I hope many years. I hope you get many years out of this heart. I, I appreciate you, KF4. Yeah. Thank you, Elijah. All right, well, ready. Thanks for uh, watching. So thanks for, uh, yeah, thanks for if, watching, guys. If you're watching Box, fuck you. Uh, Ishi, we're cool. Vortex, put me on the fucking cabinet, bro. All right. Bye. Also, bye. Oh.